With Cardinal World Series champ Brad Thompson and Chris Ronji, I'm Randy Carricker. It's the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. We want to find out what's going on in the NBA. And so we turn to Kurt Heelan of BasketballTalk.com from NBC. He's on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Kurt, thanks for taking some time with us this afternoon. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I hope you guys are healthy and, and doing all right. Kurt, we're doing all right. So far, so good uh, at, at this point. But like you, like our listeners, we're missing sports, man. And it was the, the NBA who was the first one to shut down shop. And everybody kind of looked at them and say, you know what, we should probably end up doing the same thing. And we spend a lot of time focusing on the NHL and, and Major League Baseball. We just got, got done talking about uh, different contingency plans that they might have. But we haven't talked as much NBA. What, what is going on right now? What are they thinking over there in the league? Like everybody else, first off, they're just kind of waiting, right? Like, we'd all like to say something. Uh, Adam Silver was on ESPN yesterday and put it pretty well, which is, we don't know. Like, we, you know, we're going to talk about this. We're not making any kind of decision this month. It'll probably be May before we're even really able to firm anything up. That said, they're running a lot of contingencies, and it's mostly around the idea, similar to what baseball's talking about, of creating a bubble or bubbles and probably going straight to the playoffs. I, I get the sense the regular season at this point, and NHL is probably in the same boat. Like, I just don't know how you pick up and, hey, I know you're not making the playoffs. Would you like to come back and play five games? And, like, <laughs> and go through a training camp? But, like, good luck with that. So I think it's going to go, you know, there'll be some kind of training camp. Uh, like, you're going to have to go. I mean, this is part of the challenge for all these sports, right? you got to have, what do you think, three weeks? Like, you can't go zero to 100 with the right. playoffs and, and not, guys will get injured. Like, it's just, it'd be a mess. So, you're going to have to create a bubble and do three weeks of training camps inside that plus some, you know, just some scrimmage games and then jump into whatever. It's going to be six weeks, eight weeks of that. It's They're trying to work out contingencies. Uh, there's just a lot going on. And much like baseball, I think it really starts with they've got – somebody's got to come up with a fast, reliable test that, that's not taking taking stuff away from the people who actually need to use those tests before you can get there because you're going to create that kind of bubble. You're testing a lot of people, and it's not just the – players and the coaches and the trainers and the guys mopping the floor and all that stuff. It, it's, you know, the hotel cooks and the security staff and the people cleaning the room. Like, it's just, there's a lot that goes into it. So um, they're, they're working on those kind of contingencies, hoping to get back and basically jump in in June or July, play a condensed playoff, and then start next season a little bit later. If they can get the logistics of this whole thing right, do you think NBA players generally are okay with it? And maybe not just players, but front office coaches, everybody. Would they be okay with going through this? There has been already some pushback. From some guy named LeBron James wasn't that, didn't seem that into it. Um, he might have some pull. Um, but I, I think it also it depends on the scenario and what they come up with um, and, and where it is and how long it is type of thing. Because, again, you're doing eight weeks. Are you letting you know six, eight weeks – Are you, does LeBron get to bring in, not just LeBron, everyone, do they get to bring their family? And are you going to create a bubble big enough for that? Like, it becomes all sorts of, all sorts of questions. Um, but that said, there is a real urge to put a title on this season, to finish this season, not to have, you know, a different situation, but the 1994 baseball line was just, there's no champion. Uh, they don't want that. And they desperately want, even if it means going into September and some condensed thing to, to crown a champion, um, it just feels like doesn't it feel like if you do that if you do best of five series best of three first round best of five the next couple rounds in a bubble and do it doesn't it feel like that you're just going to slap an asterisk on that? 
Yeah, it, it absolutely does. Kurt Heelan, the lead NBA writer and managing editor at NBCSports.com, is with us in the fast lane on 101 ESPN. And, Kurt, you mentioned LeBron and the Lakers. I know we all think that LeBron is superhuman, but it would seem like with AD becoming a free agent at Le- and LeBron's age that the window at some point is going to start closing for the Lakers. This might have, well, let me put it this way, this might be uh, their best opportunity to win one with LeBron there because Anthony Davis is on hand. Absolutely. And look, Anthony Davis isn't going anywhere. Like that's that, that one, look, he, he's going to re-sign with the Lakers. He's, I, I can, I can guarantee you that he, he will just take the max money and stay. But um, and I know that he, I know he hasn't said that officially because you never say that before a negotiation, but, but he's not going anywhere. That said, LeBron's 35 and has more, has played more minutes than Michael Jordan. Like if, you know, when you add in the playoff minutes and stuff, he's I think third or fourth on the list of, of all time minutes played at some point that does catch up to you, right? Like at some point he really took this, I mean, he's always in great shape. He was really committed to playing better defense than we've seen in the regular season. It's probably the best he's played in a regular season since Miami. Um, he was phenomenal throughout the regular season. This team came together. I mean, there's a lot of older guys on this team. Rajon Rondo and all these guys. Who, just everything, they were relatively healthy. It all came together. I'm with you. I think that it's really hard for the Lakers to replicate this next season and have the same kind of success, even with Anthony Davis and LeBron back, compared to younger teams, even the Clippers across town who are deeper and more rested, or Milwaukee who's young, and then there's all these up-and-coming teams. And by the way, next year, next season, Golden State gets Steph Curry, Clay Thompson back, a rested Draymond Green, a very high draft pick. Um, they're back in it. Like, they're back in yeah. it. It becomes much harder to replicate this for the Lakers this year. This is the, this. I don't want to say this was their one shot, but this might have been their best shot. Well, you think that they'd be pushing even more for it, even though we know that there's yeah. some, some bigger things going on for sure. Hey, Kurt, I wanted to go back to that special world, though, that we're living in, where that uh, that idea that there still might be sports, there still might be an NBA champion this year. And the, yeah. the place I, I keep hearing for the NBA is Las Vegas. How, how feasible do you believe that is? I'm a Las Vegas uh, native, born and raised. And I know it's a lot different now where the strip is dark, but that seems like a very hard place to quarantine a team and players. Are you suggesting there might be distractions in Vegas that would pull people out of their rooms? I, I, I in fact, am, Kurt. <laughs> yeah, they do. The, um, the, the, the the league has obviously the summer league there. It has a good relationship with the city. Uh, they do. I think the the example I tend to use more is, and people don't go to this, but they do a G League showcase, which is they bring all the G League players to one city, no fans. Uh, they bring them to Vegas. They put this thing in the Mandalay Bay just before Christmas every year, and the idea is, it's a chance for scouts and GMs to see all the you know all the minor league players in one place. Like you can just sit there and watch about six eight games in a row over a course of a day, and hey make notes of guys you might want to pick up or, or keep track of guys, whatever. Um, you could put something like that together, but again, you start to get back to what you were saying. You've got to keep all these guys in their rooms somehow. You've got to keep them like from going out and, and going to a club or going out to dinner. Um, or And again, you start to get into the, where are they eating? Who's cooking for them? Security, hotel you know, cleaning stuff. Like, it's just really logistically hard to create a bubble anywhere. Um, and that's just even if you thought you could keep guys in it. I know they're talking about Orlando and Louisville and some other spots too. I don't, I don't really care what you know. We can 
we can put it in St. Louis. It doesn't really matter. A lot of, you know, a few less distractions than Vegas maybe is, is readily available, but there's still all sorts of logistical problems anywhere you want to put it. This is affecting everybody, and it's uh, one of the people or who some of the people it is affecting are prospective NBA players. And, you know, at least every day it seems like we hear about somebody who's declaring for the draft, whether it's NFL, NBA. Um, you know, we, we hear about this stuff, and, and NBC Sports writing about it a little bit ago that Jalen Smith out of Maryland is going to declare for the draft being a sophomore. What is this like for guys like that? who aren't really sure when the next season is going to start. Yeah, confusing, I think. It's really hard. And it's look, I think it's, if you're, I don't know, one of the guys who's going to be a really high pick in this draft, if you're Anthony Edwards or, or something, um, where you're like Obi Toppin, you know, kind of guy where you're like, hey, I'm going really high. Like, I'm, you know, then I don't know that it's the calculation is that different. But I really feel for, and what's going on right now a lot, you know, there would be a combine coming up and there would be feedback coming up. These guys would get, feedback from scouts saying hey you're likely to be drafted in you know anonymous scouts would say you're, you're likely to be drafted in this range you really want to think about <laughs> you know if you're late to second to not getting, getting picked are you sure you want to come out and i that that's going on but it seems to have a weird less i don't know if that they're getting the same impact that they normally would with this i'm, I'm worried that some of these guys are getting some bad advice um but right now they're moving forward as look the with a what would have been a June 25th draft. They have not moved it. They have not, even though a lot of people expect that they will, the league basically is like, we have to figure out what's going on with the season. Then we'll deal with the draft or, or to put it more bluntly, we have to figure out what's going on with the thing that actually pays the bills before we get to the thing that doesn't pay the bills. Um, So I imagine it's going to get moved at some point along with everything else, but there hasn't been anything yet. And everybody's moving full steam ahead towards what I imagine I don't think it'd be kind of. They're not letting players. There's no workouts. You can't. You can't even make them work out on video. Like you, you can just do a two-hour Skype with, or like four-hour Skype with them over a couple of days. Um, that's not the same as taking a guy out to dinner and getting a feel for him. And it's it's going to lead to some really interesting drafts this year. I think. I think some GMs are going to get exposed a little bit. Finally, Kurt Heelan, before we let you go, on the night that the uh, the hiatus started, uh, Mark Cuban said in an interview basically three minutes into the, the, the league hadn't even, I guess it had just called the season. He said, we got to yeah. find out a way to take care of our hourly employees, Joel, M- Joel Embiid, uh, multiple other players. And yesterday we got word that the St. Louisans, Jason Tatum and Bradley Beal are donating $250,000 mm-hmm. to uh, a home, uh, a food pantry here in St. Louis. The, the league as a group and individually, those guys step up as well as anybody in terms of taking care of their communities, don't they? You know, the NBA has been, and I look, the NHL is good about this a lot, is, but the NBA is really good about both promoting it and having a social conscious about this stuff. They like they are very forefront about, hey, you've got to, and I think this gets led from the top down. LeBron is this kind of person, you know, starting a school and stuff. I think that the players coming up who grew up watching LeBron and watching Kobe, who was, who's had charities in China for years and, and done a lot of charity work in L.A. and around, it's like, hey, you know what? I want to be like that too. I want to make a difference in my community. And in this case, you know, back in St. Louis where I grew up or helping the hourly employees, they've done a really good job of that. Um, and I think, I don't think they're alone, man. I think that there's a lot of us out there trying to pitch in and help and get some food at local restaurants and doing what we can to help out. Uh, there's, there's just a lot of people struggling. Kurt, th- thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. Be safe and hopefully we'll get this thing going again and we'll talk soon. 
I'd love to talk to you guys again and talk about, you know, games someday. That'd be great. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, guys. Thank you, Kurt. Take care. Thanks. Kurt Heelan of NBCSports.com with us in the fast lane on 101 ESPN. With no sports, what happens if we have to become music DJs? Uh-oh. Do we have the talent? Do we have what it takes? Well, we put together a fast lane mixtape, and it comes your way next on 101 ESPN.